Washington Radio representing East Coast live from Florida, land of the attacking alligator. That's right. Literally moved to an area where there is swamp creatures, things squirming, uh, giant leviathans in the water to kill you. Yeah, that's where I moved. You know, so uh, we got Brother Alien on the line. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is Coffee with Keltron and Alan, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit today about uh, signs of the times, our favorite topic, because that's what the Lord also called me to do, um, is to 
try to, to some of you, somebody somewhere out there, uh, to get it. Because many don't get it. And we've gone over it numerous times. You know, I hate to say it, but there's some out there that uh, are sticking their head in the sand uh, as far as prophetic signs go. And I guess the, the way they reason with that is um, they don't they want more of a magnitude of the manifestation of what they're seeing in Scripture. That's what they want. They want it. And if they don't get it, it's not happening. Now there's a problem with that. And we've gone over it numerous, numerous times that prophetically, as far as fulfillment goes, generally didn't happen the way people thought it would in Scripture. Uh, Saving uh, the flooding of the earth when God would destroy everyone. Pretty obvious that that did happen to the magnitude that they were told. But I will tell you, in a lot of realms, specifically of events, didn't occur to the magnitude as far as it being a sign of the times. Discerning the times, we are going to touch on something here called soligamy. I want to uh, be leading here today about soligamy because uh, it's a worldwide... um, Alan, you know what soligamy is? I do not know. Literally? Soligamy? Is that am I pronouncing it wrong? Are you getting ready to mock me for my no, no, I'm, my I'm low vocabulary time, but, skills? Um, you, you like actually what, no no you actually know what I'm trying to say, but you're acting like you I don't know because you know I'm know. saying it wrong, and you're going to come back I, at me and say, "Oh, so like me like that, right?" I I I, um, I call a moratorium on all mocking for the next thirty seconds. I don't know what you're talking about at all. I would have rather you mock me, bruh. Because maybe next time. Because now I know you don't read anything I've been posting for two days, so that's even hurt hurts me more. Yeah, oh, don't be hurt. I'm hurt. Don't be hurt. Hurt. <laughs> not you're not even Jewish. Knock it off with the guilt. I posted it in in our secret Telegram chat, which I recommend y'all join because I'm able y- y'all. Yeah, y'all. I say y'all. Because I'm in Florida, a land where there are literally giant monsters in the water that will eat you. That's where I live. A land where there's frogs everywhere in my backyard. Okay? And frogs are symbolic of demons. So that's not particularly making me happy. But, Alan, what was I talking about? Soligamy? Is that what I'm trying to sound smart here and I'm almost messed up. I said, is it soligamy? I I don't know what word you're talking about. I I don't. I don't know. I just can't. Are you literally online? I'm I'm okay. How do you spell soligamy? No, I'm literally I'm going to send it like to you. Send it to me. Maybe I'm in another world here. I don't know. No, no, no. Come on. Send it over. 
Where, where can I send it? Where? Where? Send it to, uh, text it to me, text it to me, because uh, my telegram is not, I don't want to touch Okay, people, right you now. are witnessing real-time fact-checking literally happening right in front of you. Oh, my goodness. Okay, all right. And I'm trying to talk about something that Alan that literally is, has no clue. So, oh, that! Oh, yeah, the, the, these people, uh, solo. So I don't even know how to pronounce it. Sologamy. I don't know how to pronounce it. People. Oh, so you were themselves. going with that. You were acting like I had a speech impediment. No, 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 no. I, I don't know how to pronounce this word. I've never heard this word pronounced. Okay, well, I you know, know what? I gave it. it a shot, bro. Okay. Okay? okay. Man in the arena. Man in the arena. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> yeah, Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. Yeah, I tried, man. Praise the Lord. Praise I might have fell. I might have fell, but I got back up. Okay. Praise the Lord. I man and okay. arena it. But you, you were too timid, you weren't you? Why don't you no, say it? Just, I, I, I forgot you posted this because it's so out there that people are marrying themselves. That's just, I just forgot about it. I thought, nah, come on. Okay. Come on. It's a worldwide epidemic going on right now. Goodness. Now, I, I want to say that this is a sign of the times. Um, And I know... Some of you out there still. Is it the ostrich that sticks its head in the sand, Alan? Yes, it is. Okay. You got to, y'all got to get out of this ostrich thing because me and Alan have gone over it. Uh, maybe not as many people are hearing us anymore because we've banned on YouTube. They took a, ba- a part of a nice base of our listeners. So we're limited to our podcast right now, but we're working on a way to to expand operations, which is a secret right now. But we're going to be expanding operations and doing what we call Operation Bounce Back. However, if you can share the show, it would be nice. Um, unless you just vilely hate us and do not want anyone like we're the bastard child in the room and you're kind of burying us. Um I understand that, but if you want to share the broadcast, it would help us greatly because we uh, took one for the team, people. We go out. We were on YouTube saying it about the va- vaccines. I almost edited myself. I said it. Okay, we said what we wanted to say when we wanted to say it. Say that, Alan. You two, we no, say, 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 what, we we say what we say. wanted to say when we wanted to say it. Say it. Isn't that the long version of I do what I want? Well, do what I want is the Keltron motto. But Good. praise the Lord. I'm expanding that. Um, We say what we say when we want to say it. Right. Okay. No, no. You say hey, uh, we say you, what we want to say when we want to say it. That's right. That's right. And because way, of that. Okay. What happened to us because of that, Alan? We got banned off of YouTube, maximum street cred. Right. And literally wrote, I have a copy of what they sent me. We have reviewed you and deemed you unfit <laughs> for YouTube. It Dude, says that. I, I, I'm going to, once we start streaming on Twitter, you're going to uh-huh. be seeing a lot more things because we're going to do the video stream. Um, I just got to rework that because of the updates. My settings are messed up with XSplit, but I'm going to get that working. Um, 
Dude, that is so glorious. That is so much street cred. All the very best patriots have been banned off of at least Twitter. And uh, I'm so happy we yeah. are cool enough to be banned off of YouTube. Awesome. Well, you know, Derek, Derek Prince's ministry helped with me getting banned. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to Amiibo Man, Amiibo Man. Uh-huh. And he it, it knows somebody that actually runs Derek Prince's ministry. How about that? Yeah, I said, thanks, Amiibo Man. Can you let him know that I had a broadcast on there from 1972? Uh, I think from Lake Hamilton was not copyrighted, but um, Derek Prince somehow rose from the dead, got on YouTube and issued a copyright (laughs) strike against me and was one in the chamber to take out my channel. Yeah, the, if Derek, I'm quoting another preacher right now. If Derek Prince was to come back from the dead, the first thing Derek Prince would do is shut down that ministry that bears his name. Like the first thing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't abomination. Hold on. We're doing a sip. We're doing a sip. What was that? My coffee. This is coffee with five. Keltron and Allen. Watchman right, Radio. I had five cups. What are you doing on your first cup? Bruh. I'm a Floridian. We don't move so quick down here. We dodge alligators and snakes and frogs. Okay, I'm looking to get the hell out of here, man. But what I'm trying to say is prophetically, is it fulfilled the way you see it fulfilled? Probably not. It probably never will be. And that's the problem. And we've gone over it. There is a pattern in scripture of this. Yeshua himself didn't meet the magnitude of fulfillment to all the Bible readers at the time. That's right. Did you know that? And they were constantly bringing that up to review to him. Wait a minute. And they saw the great deliverance that Messiah would bring would be out of captivity. Wow, I said that like a preacher. Did you hear that? Praise the Lord. Captivity. It was almost like a televangelist or something. They use big words. They do. Yeah, yeah. I found that interesting. What just happened there. Mark that time. Um, What I'm trying to say is Okay, captivity. They saw themselves coming, and the Messiah was going to do this. Release them from being under cuckoldship of Rome. You see, Rome was in control of them. And they saw Messiah as a release from that. However... It was a spin on that in the realm that their real enemy happened to be Satan. And Jesus was here to deliver them of the real enemy. Was Rome their enemy? In many facets, yes, 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 yes. However, the one that was an enemy to their soul was a greater threat. You see, 
he who can kill their your body is not as big a threat as he can kill you and cast you into hell because God can do that. We want to be on the right side of God. When you know what hits the fan, there's nothing more important to being ready, real, and right with God, especially now. I'm here to tell you and warn you right here, right now. This is the period of time where you cast off sin. If you need prayer, get prayer. Get in our Telegram group. The link will be in the description of the podcast. We will pray for you. Literally pray. Not just say we will. Because I will pray for you is a Christian cliche, meaning that person's going to do nothing. Okay? 80% of the time. It's just as bad as the Christian cliche. Let me pray about it. Okay. 80% of the time, that's called a cop-out. That's just another one. And you know what? They're all in the realm of lying, by the way which you also will go to hell for. So you're better off just saying nothing because with the words of your mouth, you are condemned or justified. And this is the problem I have today uh, with the media. They're all on a road to hell, every one of them. Because they're liars, except, of course, the small percentage that's trying to get the truth out. And in some ways, we are media. We are we are bringing forth news. Polygamy, for instance. Many of you might have never heard of it. But I want to touch on that and where it stands prophetically. Paul, the Apostle Paul, was illuminated with revelation from the third heaven. This is a man that received prophetic utterances. Of end time manifestation. So we could call him moving in prophetic. Guess what? He moved in prophetic. Why? He was an apostle. Okay? And I'm going to show you the manifestation of this right here, right now. Where you are literally watching a... And every time we say literally, you got to take a sip of coffee. It's called the coffee sipping game, literally. And That's a lot of coffee. Yeah, I know. We want people jacked up because coffee will actually help your digestive system. Um, it actually will prevent uh, your brain from go- kicking into Alzheimer's. Did you know that? There's a wow. study on that. Now, I'm not saying you should drink massive amounts like Alan. I'm saying, you know, a couple cups. Nothing wrong with it. Read up on the new study on how it protects your brain. Yeah, there are natural substances in this world that help you, believe it or not, and it's not pharmacia. Got to start digging into the natural realm because I got, listen, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you read about David, the patriarchs, guess what? They didn't have Pfizer. 
What were they doing? They were seeking God. They were in the anointing of God, of course. On top of that, they understood herbs. They understood olive oil. Recent study on olive oil. If you have two tablespoons of olive oil on an empty stomach every day, it literally is a rebooting factor for your life. And I'm talking about real olive oil. You got to get the instant cold pressed. I just ordered two bottles from Blessed of Israel. Uh, mine's coming in right now from uh, 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 Galilee. All right. So there's olive oil, there's extra virgin olive oil, and then there's instant cold pressed extra. It's got to be instant cold pressed, right? Oh my! You're not gonna. Yeah, it's it's a rabbit hole, but I'm here to help you here in the rabbit hole. And I'll tell you, instant cold pressed is the best. It preserves um, the factors that are going to help and rejuvenate your body. Which I hate to say it, but. That's probably what King David and everyone had. They had the real deal. So if you're chumming around and you think you got olive oil and you're like, wow, I got olive oil. No, you don't have olive oil. You got something inferior. That's the problem today. That's the problem today. That's why so many people are all whacked out. Yeah, you know, I just learned a few months ago that most vegetable oils are actually Uh, industrial poisons of some sort that some genius back in the early 70s thought, hey, we can package this as a health food and sell it to the people and make money off it instead of, you know, they either threw it out or used it for industrial purposes. And now people are eating, you know, Crisco or, you know, all kinds of vegetable oils we're never meant to have as opposed to olive oil. Oh, yeah. So uh, I cut out. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I just said, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just cut that out a few months ago, and uh, I love now having my. I mix my extra virgin olive oil with some apple cider vinegar and some herbs, herbs and spices, and I love my salad dressing now. And now the next time I buy olive oil, it will be instant cold pressed uh, extra virgin olive oil. I particularly. That's like my new word. Particularly, yeah. Congratulations! It's like I I, I feel like. That can actually replace literally. Could it? <laughs> could it? No, Maybe. I'm serious. Could, could it replace it? Seriously. No, no, no. I'm saying seriously inferior. I'm saying particularly. How does that fare with literally? I mean, are they kind of the same? No, literally is more of a challenge. Particularly is more of a description thing so i don't think it works no but i could be wrong well i'm an investigator because i want to sound smart uh, i need all the help i can get well um, i was just kidding when i said that all right so i ordered mine um because i just i read some new research on this and i said to myself i used to do this years ago and i used to feel great you know, I had this company, um, um, Joshua, uh, I, I, back in 2002, and he was from Florida, and he, his family was over in Israel, and I used to get the special oil right off the cold press um, from 
and he showed me the pictures of the trees. The olive trees are really old. I mean, like thousands of year old trees. And I said, wow. I mean, they were around when Jesus was around. I said, I, he might have blessed them this growing so good. So I remember one time I got the oil, and when it arrived, I literally, the anointing hit me. The anointing hit me. And I just started drinking it. Um, so right now I ordered this instant cold press, which, um, it's called blessed by Israel, blessed B U Y Israel. That's where I got the oil and, um, it's called Tor, Tara, Tara extra virgin. Okay. Um, wh- why am I saying this is because. The pharmacia is a lie. Now, I'm not saying aspects of it can't help us, but to rely on it wholeheartedly, I don't think is good. Okay? I want the Lord, I pray the Lord guides me to something that he knows is going to benefit me in any situation. And I know he can. I know he knows he can. That's interesting to think. Do you know the Lord knows that he knows that he can lead you to something that can benefit you in the natural Yes. Olive oil being one is mentioned in scripture multiple times. Multiple. Multiple times. What the Lord loved, I seem to want to love. He loved figs, it seems. There might be health benefits in figs. He had good things to say about eggs. I want to get into oh, that. That's where I'm actually, you might you might have an unction of the Lord. That's exactly where I'm going with this. Praise God. Unction of the Lord is just another term for uh, spirit of knowing, meaning word of knowledge. Okay? Which we all should be moving in. And if we're not, we should be on our knees asking God, please, get me in word of knowledge. Get me in word of wisdom. God, I covet this. And then say, thank you, Lord, I received it, and begin to start branching out, attempting it. Because trying is better than not trying at all. The most feeble prayer in the world is better than no prayer at all. If you could just mutter some type of weak prayer rather than not pray at all, that's better than no prayer at all. So when you say you're going to pray about it, or I'll pray for you, brother, just pray, just pray right there. Just mutter off some what you might think weak. Well, guess what? In your weakness, what is God, Alan? God is my strength. So remember, Hannah's prayer was not particularly on the realm of some great evangelist style prayer. She muttered from her lips silently but because her heart was right with God it had great yield 
And great prophetic utterance came from it. Oh, yeah. So never think that your style of prayer, just because you're not in the prayer rooms, and I've been into many, and I've been a leader of some prayer groups, many, where he's, and everybody's, you know, I get it. Those are great, too. I love them. But in your weakness, he is made strong. What I'm saying is just do it, not to take from a woke homo company, but just do it. Do it. Just pray. The Lord hears you. He's with you. He resides in you. You are Bethel, house of God. There's a Bible verse that says, don't despise small beginnings. So if your prayer is going to start in a humble, quiet sort of way, let it start there and go and grow from there. Amen. Hey, you're the house of God, people. You're a literal temple of God. And if you know that, you have power. You have power emanating from you. And I will encourage you with this because um, any invading force on your body, I want you to begin to attack it with the word of God. Any attacking force. Any sin, sickness, disease, pain, suffering, torment, despair, poverty, and oppression. Just say, I loose against you right now in the name of Jesus, the Christ. The power of the word that says that any defiler of the temple of the Lord, the Lord will destroy. And I loose the destroying fire of God upon you right now. Sevenfold. Burn back to the pit. How about that? How about that for a prayer example? Praise the Lord. That's what the word says. I am the temple of God. Say it. I am the temple of God. I didn't really want you to say it. Why did oh, you have to okay. say it? Eh, sorry. Oh, here's Minister Richie. How about that? Hey, Minister Richie. All right, so I'm on the radio. I got you on speakerphone right now. Um, I believe people could hear you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. How are you doing, uh, Minister Richie? I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. All right. So some of the people have assembled and um, we're getting a pool of some uh, money flow to be sending out to you. Some have not. Uh, some have not given us a dime. But some right. have uh, literally stepped forward. So we're going to get you that money order. It looks like tomorrow Marie is going to get it out. Okay. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, uh, Minister Richie. Now, Minister Richie, um, I've known for 24 years. He uh, is a highly anointed man of God, prophetically accurate. Um, actually told me many years ago, probably doesn't even remember, that I wouldn't marry an Asian girl. And I did. Um, so he operates in the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and prophecy and healing. And I will tell you this. Uh, we prayed for him. Well, I should say Frederico prayed for him in the uh, prayer group. 
And Minister Richie was in when it was in a rough spot, weren't you, Richie? Yes, yes. They had him in a um, false charge by a twisted prosecutor that twisted up, chummed up charges on him and sent him off to Comstock, right? Yes. Which is a pretty hard prison, upstate New York. Is is that right? Yes. So, not just our prayers, but we we did we did pray, or Federico mostly, and uh, all of a sudden you were released. Now, did did the the they somebody come in and escort you out and and, and get you out of that maximum? And you were in for life, by the way. Um, you care to touch on how you were delivered out of that and, and brought to a much easier situation for now? Well, I I work by faith and not by sight, as as Ori guy speaks, that we should walk by faith and not by sight. And God always told me, and I shared it with you, I think, two times, you know, um, if God be for us, who could be against us? You know, but what the, what the world needs to know is that, you know, God is love, you know? And... Um, if God be for us, who could be against us? Like the word of God says, the steps of a righteous in order by the Lord. And um, over 24 years ago, I, I, I met Richie, and um, he, he, the enemy attacked him, and um, even um, you know took his father home. And um, I know that for a fact that his father's home with the Lord, and all. And um, you know, I um, I just. You know, there's there's so much that that's happened to me. It's like you know, you know, I had to trust trust in the Lord with all my heart. You know, I don't understand. And now it's Lord in all the ways. He'd be, he'd make this pass straight. And he's told me if I need a lawyer, I need a lawyer because you know, um, the enemy tries to try to kill me and, and use people. Well, you're you're, to... you're you're in a much better situation than you were in being in prison for yeah. life. That means yeah. like forever, and in a pretty hard prison. Comstock was was no joke, right? And uh, Clinton, they broke my ribs. <laughs> yeah, Clinton, uh, another one. So God, re- you you definitely got a uh, partial deliverance, which is going to keep going. But you're in the right steps of that, and uh, the Lord did that for you. So praise God for that. Um, we got to get back to this mes- message on the radio, Rich. Do you have a message for the audience before we? Um... Yeah, I um, I just thank God for all of them, and uh, they uh, they have uh, you as a minister that's been called by God, and um, you know, um, if it wasn't for, I mean, Richie. Richie uh, say hello to Alan, by the way. Alan's on the line. Oh, Alan's on the line. Alan, how you doing? Doing great. How are you, Alan? Oh, you might not be able to hear him because I got you on speakerphone. He just said, "Doing great. How are you?" Um, Good. I, I I could use some I could use some help. I need I need to get a lawyer, you know. And um, you know, my wife died. Uh, I have a policy for that. And um, it is just you know, I I believe it's <clears throat> I believe it's I believe the Lord's going to open the door. But I, I need I need a, a lawyer, just like the lawyer he gave. You're going to get out. There. You're going to get out of this partial captivity you're in. But we're going to get back to this message, my friend. Thank you for calling in to watch radio, but we are eliminating you right now. And 
also um, Laura. God is working tremendous things out for Laura. And Laura out there, he's getting a prophetic utterance on Laura. And what's the word for Laura? To be steadfast and unmovable and don't look to the left or right, but look unto him. Amen. Laura, get that in your spirit. All right, Minister Richie, uh, we'll talk at you later. Okay, I love you. God bless. That was Minister Richie, and uh, let me just say, we're going to pray about it, Minister Richie, about that lawyer. Um, that was a joke, right? <laughs> not really. But um, <laughs> good. Yeah, I do it too. I'm not, you know. Hey, I'm not perfect, people. So let me pray about that. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good joke that you just said. I, I know you're not just uh, gonna pray. It's not about a joke, it. bro. <laughs> that's, I know it's not a joke. If I say it's a joke, I'd be lying. All right, so the media are all liars. They lie and lie and lie. Um, Revelation twenty one verse eight says they will burn in a lake of fire. I would just ask Alan, do you believe that, Alan? Yes, the lake of fire does exist, and I don't want to go there. Does it say all liars? It does say all liars. All right, the media is liars. Pharmakia is liars. Okay? We've got to be careful with this stuff. We'll put, And this is where I was touching on why Alan was accurate earlier when he talked about eggs. Because... um. What happened recently over here is um, my neighbor across the street, Christian Patriots, good good people, um, their cat got loose, Milo. And Maria helped and I helped try to find him. They found him. And um, for our efforts, uh, our great neighbors came over. And I wasn't aware that they were the ones, but they are that they have uh, chicken coops in their back. Because I'm, I'm always like in the front yard here in Florida, the place I moved that has massive Leviathan monsters in the water that want to kill me. That's where I live. And I'm out in the front yard, and I hear... Like that. And then I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, maybe a cat? And it's like... Like that. So I asked... Yeah, I asked Maria. I said, is that chicken? Because Maria knows chicken because in the Philippines, when I used to talk to her on the phone, I always used to hear that in the background. And sometimes I would hear, like that. And I was like a rooster. (laughs) So I was getting familiar with these sounds, you know? And so I, I, I haven't heard that yet, but I do hear the, like that. So Maria's like, yeah, it's a chicken. I said, she says it must be uh, Alicia. And she knows um, the chickens. Well, no, she's directly across from us, and we know that she is a uh, uh, a homesteader. You know, she grows okay. avocados and all these all these fruits and stuff. She grows, which is nice. About, one thing nice about Florida is you could uh, grow a lot of, you know, like I got bananas in the back, which are very good for you, and you can grow a lot of fruits here. So our neighbor across the street, she uh, she grows all these fruits, but she also 
uh, has banana trees, which incidentally she got from the last homeowner that used to live where I'm living because those banana trees are still back there. But they're called pups, like P-U-P-S. And the, the, the former homeowner gave her a bunch of pups because they grow up like a little sprouts. So she has banana trees, and she has avocados and... Uh, um, uh, is it avocados? I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I think that's a plant. Avocados no, are a plant. No, it's fruit. They eat them. And uh, I'm sorry, papaya. That's what she grows. They eat papaya all the time. They have these trees, papaya trees. And they go pick them. They, they eat them. Um, so we know she was a homesteader. I tried to become a homesteader here. I said to myself, I'm going to be a homesteader. And I ordered all these raised beds. And my plan was to start doing all this homesteading. Uh, until uh, I learned how freaking hot it is here, man. And in July and August, I almost literally died here. I was out there thinking, hey, it's like a sauna. And I'm running around. I'm like, wow, this is great for my health. And I'm out there, and I'm digging, and I'm planting trees, and I'm doing all this work, and working on the pool, and doing the algae brushing around, and scooping out, of, and then doing all the, 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 the hours of work out there in the blazing sun at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Late July, it's 100 degrees, and it's 100% humidity. They call it 100-100. And I'm out there thinking this is great for my health. So my neighbor's like, no, it's not. She's yelling at me, my neighbor. I said, wow, this is like a sauna. This is great for you. Get out. You know, sweat it up, baby. So I didn't realize that I was dehydrating out there. And losing all of your electrolytes. Right. That's what they said. I was zero. And that's when they they got me to the hospital right away. Because the clinic said, wow, you're a zero. I said, what? So, um... I almost was killed. So that's when I realized I I returned all those beds and I'm not doing any homesteading here because I don't like the heat, okay? Because why? Well, it almost killed me. So that's why. Can't you just homestead after 5 o'clock or like wear a hat? Well, I still got my banana trees and I had a hat on. I had what was called a uh, cool hat. It had like reflectors on top that day, but Maria was shocked. My neck, they call it redneck. Well, it's true. My whole neck was red. So um, I was becoming this redneck, but I didn't know, you know, kind of like the secret rules here. And my neighbor, who's been living here her entire life, was constantly yelling at me, and I guess God was sending her to warn me, and me being an idiot, uh, didn't listen. Well, you're not an idiot. You just moved well, to Florida. Well, you can operate in phases of idiotism, which I obviously was doing, because I should have said she would know she's lived here her entire life, and she's saying, Rich, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. And she kept saying that. I'm like, what does she mean? I'm from Long Island, guy. I know humidity. And then I'm like thinking to myself, 
Long Island humidity was like 70% or whatever. This is 100. So humidity is not good for you 100%. It's not good. Do not do what I did. And if your neighbors that have lived in a hot and humid environment are warning you, do yourself a favor and listen to them. And then, yeah, yeah, my other neighbor that's lived here an entire life, she says, Florida taught you a lesson. And she's a libtard, (laughs) by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so what I did to her is I put a giant chump head right next to her house. Does she look like Kathy Bates? No, I literally have a giant Trump face, a sign. (laughs) $17.99. Yeah. I ordered it on eBay. on her for not admonishing you strictly enough and oh yeah, yeah you got to see the signs i got coming that are going all over now but my trump face everybody loves it i mean i i i saw the amazon the woman driver from the amazon truck she uh-huh. stopped her truck and she got out of the truck i'm like she must have a package for me she ran out of the truck she had this smile and grin ear to ear and she runs up and she was so happy she started taking pictures of my trump face sign it's a big face and she loved wow. it. Thumbs up, thumbs up. I said, wow, she's not a libtard. Is your whole neighborhood uh, Trump MAGA? Um, pretty much. That's great. Except my neighbor here. The one that said, Florida taught you a lesson. That one. Kathy um, Bates, yeah. Hope she don't hear me here. But yeah, it's, it's what I'm trying to say, yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is the... Uh, you know, Florida weather. And, you know, you can learn from me that I didn't heed the warning. And you got to really be tuned in to, because sometimes God will speak through others. That's happened to me many times. And, and this time I wasn't spiritually heightened to realize it. But those warnings from my neighbor, who, by the way, are good neighbors, the ones over across, uh, she was right. Um, so I changed my opinion of becoming the homesteader like my other neighbor across the street who's much younger than me. She weighs like 85 pounds. She's out there all day. She seems to adopt to the heat like a lizard. But what I'm trying to say is the, I thought the chickens were coming from her yard, but Maria discovered that she was out there and they came over to thank Maria um, for helping find Milo or, you know, help the pursuit of it. And um, they brought a carton of eggs. And I was like, wow. So Maria brought them in the house. And uh, like Alan touched on, he discerned eggs. That's exactly where I was going with this uh, word of knowledge. And. Um, she opened them up. I'm looking at them, and they're unbelievable eggs. And I'm, I'm saying to myself, I mean, I wonder how they're going to taste. I've I've never had eggs like from people like across the street. And so Maria started. I looked at them. She eat them. They're they're so the colors and everything, the texture of the eggs. Um. Um. The yolk is like a vibrant sunshine. And I'm saying to myself, I've never seen eggs like this. I've never. And, and Maria, it's like, they're delicious. 
And I'm saying, I'm, I'm, is that like a mental thing you're having? Like, because you know they're organic, like you're just thinking it. She's like, no, they're, and she, I, she, I, I, she keeps eating them. She keeps eating them. I caught her yesterday. And I'm saying to myself. Well, the, the yeah. best she ever had. What is she going to do? Not eat them? Come on. Well, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm thinking of the, this is the problem. The lying going on. The foods that we're eating, guys, are demonic. Yeah. We got to start dialing it in. We got to be ready for this journey we're on here. We're on a journey to the promised land. We want our bodies being able to repair themselves. So let's put the right fuel in there, and particularly these eggs... And I, I began to do some research. And I'm not a health nut or anything, okay? Although I should be. I want to be. Yes. But I did, I did some research on it because I was thinking, why do they taste so good? Why do they look so good? And I began to realize that these open-range chickens, because they're able to actually live free and they eat worms and insects and stuff because of that they're loaded with this powerful protein they call it a superfood protein it's actually the best protein in the world if you get these right yeah what 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 you're talking about egg proteins, the best protein in the world, this, right? If they're an actual, real, free-range chicken, yes. Free-range chickens eating actual insects is the best, makes the best eggs. Okay, right. I believe that. Amen. Right. So instead of just grain, they're eating insects and worms and stuff like that. All right. So they're not cooped up and eating uh, GMO grains. They're free-range eating actual insects. Praise well, the Lord. Yeah. Well, what what I would say to that, Alan, is they're literally eating the diet that God designed them to eat. Amen. Does that make sense? Yeah. The, I mean, God made a, this wonderful thing called a chicken. It runs around making delightful noises like buck, 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 as you did very uh, clearly earlier. And it eats insects that we don't want around. And it creates eggs, which is this perfect form of protein. So praise the Lord. Yeah. Right, so if they're eating the very thing that God designed them to eat, I know this sounds weird, but they become healthier. And they produce better eggs that taste better, look better, have this super protein in them. Actually, it's said to be the best protein in the world. And not only that, because of that, all those things, they also produce a mega dose of omega-3 acid. Okay, a mega dose. And I'm saying to myself, you know, this is the YouTube video I was watching about it, and um, I said, if that's true, then because the chicken is, is eating what God has intended them to eat, it's living better, producing better, and what it's producing is more healthy for you 
what if we are eating what God designed us to eat? More fish, right? More eggs. You know, Jesus talked about fish and eggs, by the way. And right, he did. Amen. Uh, Also, grain. When they were eating corn, you read in in the book of John. uh, If you look up the corn there, it wasn't corn. It was actual wheat stalk. So they're eating wheat. All these things are beneficial for you and are going to help rebuild your body. You know who doesn't want you to rebuild your body? You know who doesn't want you healthy? It's big pharma. They want you bound to fists full of pills. Witchcraft power on your life. We got to get out of it. Let's do some digging on some of the stuff I touched on. And I'm completely green to this. Not libtard green, but in the sense of new to it because of my neighbors. I have the one woman right across. That's the... uh, papaya and all that and then the other woman uh free range chick free range chickens running around in her backyard tons of them back there and i'm saying to myself these are good friends to have because they could teach me stuff on survival um getting back to that we want our bodies rejuvenating omega-3 is very important salmon Grilled fresh salmon. And again, uh, am I turning this into a (laughs) nutritional show, Alan? Kind of. What has happened to us? Oh, my God. You know, the the idea that... Welcome to Coffee with Keltron and Alan Nutrition Factors segment. (laughs) Guess what? It's... Yeah. The it's salmon mind blowing that a vegetable oil is bad for you, and they push it as like this healthy thing. Vegetable and, oil and will kill you. It's it's literally engine oil. Yeah, yeah. You you should. Uh, rice bran oil is good. Rice bran oil. Now, replace all oil with that. It's got to be organic though, and cold pressed. By the way, here's the thing with the salmon. With the fish Jesus was eating. Guess what? Was what? it farmed, Alan? No, it was a uh, wild caught. Oh, gee. Do you, I wonder why the color of farmed salmon looks light pink and the color of open sea salmon is dark red, like a red. And why do they taste it? Farm salmon dye, you know, pink dye to give it the color it does have to simulate the foods the salmon has naturally out in the wild. This is another lie. The people are being fed the diseased foods. Being fed the diseased pharmacia. These are all the path the enemy wants you on. The reason why I'm talking about this is I just had this incident with the eggs. This isn't just something I'm sitting around saying, oh, well, I read about it. No, I literally had the situation come to me because of my neighbor. All right. Right. And the eggs asked Maria about it. She's like addicted to them. 
I'm like, I've never seen you with, with a happy about mm-hmm. eggs. What's going on? Why can't you get, get a few chickens for yourself? Explain. Maria likes them so much, she takes them to work and cooks them there. Yeah, now. but why, why, why can't you get Stop a few trying to get me yourself? to do stuff I don't want to do because I'm moving. But just get a few chickens. I'm moving. Give them to your neighbor when, you're, when, you, when you finally, finally pack up and drive off. Just hand over the chickens buck, 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 to your neighbors and drive off. That was a weak, weak chicken, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was a chicken in captivity like right there, I don't man. Practice it in front of a mirror like you. Okay, that was a chicken in captivity. Buck, 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 buck. Yeah, there you go. No, it is not better, man. Let me no. Let me show you a free chicken that's actually <laughs> eating insects, eating worms, running around, okay. doing what, pecking uh-huh. on the ground, pecking on the ground, uh-huh. flapping his wings, doing what he wants to do. Because this is so important <laughs> to straighten this Like out. that. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. That feeble chicken, bro. Okay, I'll work on it. Jeez. All right. <laughs> destroying the show with that freaking chicken. That is a... That's a dying chicken. I am not, I am not destroying the show with my chicken. All right, here we go. We touched on the prophetic utterances that are happening all around you, and you're not the way you want them to be. Well, John the Baptist was not the manifestation either of the way they saw the coming of Elijah because it was in the spirit of Elijah, and we have to be spiritual children to understand spiritual fulfillments of Scripture, just the way Jesus tried to teach them that if you would have it, it was John the Baptist. It happened already! Amen. Did they miss it, Alan? They definitely missed it. They were face to face with the Messiah, the Son of God, and all they could do was be jealous, furious, and crucify him. Sad. Really sad. Do you think the Apostle Paul operated in prophetic? Yes, he did. So you think that God probably gifted him with an utterance or a vision or was taken to the third heaven to witness unspeakable things and might have, hey, released released some information to him about what would happen in the end times. Is that possible? Because a lot of the Hebrew rites, you know, the hornblowers, believe Paul might be an imposter. Imposter. Imposter, he was not a real apostle. Imposter and apostle are messing me up, sorry. But... We know he was a real apostle. And And Alan... Because his inspired writings do produce changed lives in those who hear them and think and do them. It'll change your life to believe what God, what uh, the apostle Paul wrote. Like, for example, it says, we are dead to sin. We are free from sin. We are new creatures. We walk in newness of life. Um, These things, uh, if you believe them and say them, they will happen in your life. And there's all kinds of Bible verses um, that Paul wrote, inspired by the Holy Spirit, that talk about who we are in Christ. There's a whole bunch of in him verses where if you just look look on the Internet for, through the Bible for the words in him throughout Paul's epistles, and you'll find out who you are in Christ, in Christ, in him. And if you believe and say those verses over yourself, you will have an entirely new and different upgraded Christian life. Amen. That's a good word. Because good they are inspired. Word. That's a good word and a good exercise we should be engaging in. Um, so I, I would reckon that Alan believes that 
not like the Hebrew, modern day Hebrewites, the you know the uh, tribalists that are trying to justify their salvation by the law. Um, uh, what do we call them again? Hornblowers, messianic. Yeah, them. They uh, a lot Door of them are misguided. Law keeping. Yeah, a lot of a lot of them hate Paul. I don't know why, but um, they. Try to say he was an apostle, but even though he was, obviously, he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. But I believe that he received prophetic utterance of the Lord. Even like Alan just said, all the scripture that benefits us so much, or epistles that are there to edify and help us get through and walk this walk out. And it's a, it's a fight. I know it. I get it. Now, Second Timothy chapter three, but understand this, Paul says, in the last days. Now, here's the thing, guys. We're in the last days. If you can't just just for a moment, just say, Holy Spirit, confirm to me. Are we in the last days? That's all. Just ask for the Holy Spirit. Because I got news for you. We're in the last days. Everything that had to happen, happened. As far as the gospel going out the entire nations. That has happened. The gospel has gone out to entire nations. Now, whether those little fragments of certain islands and nations heard the gospel and went back to living as primitive animals, that's on them. But it has gone out. People like John G. Lake, they did a lot of work, and other ministers did a lot of work getting the gospel out, all the other nations. That has happened. Israel has been reinstated as a nation. It has happened. Prophesied in Scripture. Guess what? It has happened. Now, we're on the 75th anniversary of that. And we know that the shoot going forth would have been Jerusalem being recaptured. That happened in the Six-Day War. I believe it was in 1967. And uh, that was also a prophetic event. Uh, God anointed the armies of Israel, which was reinstated and reestablished, which was all in Scripture that that would happen and did. Guess what? Fulfillment of Scripture! But the shoot going forth, six-day war. The world was astounded. How could this little Israel push back all these nations in six days and take up all this ground in six days? It's almost like God's hand was in on it. Yeah, It's all a prophetic sign of the fulfillment of the Gentiles. There is a fullness of Gentiles coming in where God is going to begin to minister to his, the seed of Abraham. You're going to see a a great hand go out to the seed of Abraham and there's going to be many coming in in a revival event with God's, the, the original uh, Hebrews. 
Okay. I know we're all in the family, but I'm saying there are Gentiles coming in where God's moving uh, because there was a partial hardening. It says because of unbelief that the Gentiles come in. But Paul says uh, that's not going to happen forever. God's going to not forget his people, and there is going to be a shifting. And I believe we're on that. And the reason why I believe we're on that is because you can literally see a withdrawing to me where people's conscience is being more seared, where sin is beginning to abound, And the only way that can happen is the convicting force and power of the Holy Spirit is not ministering the way he was to a region or a land where people's conviction is going out the window because iniquity has abounded to a level where the love of many has waxed cold. I would pose that question to you. Think back. Think back 10 years, 15 years. Think back and ask yourself, has the love of many waxed cold? Alan, yeah. what do you think? It has? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, def- it's uh, definitely waxed cold. Uh, we, are, we are now, uh, since 1960, we are now 60 years into the experiment of not having regular Bible readings in schools. And uh, people are asking all the time, why are there school shootings? Why is there so much violence? Why is there so much bullying in our schools? Well, you know, if you don't read the word of God in our schools, you kick the word, kick God out. You invite the devil in. And, uh, right. And, uh, That's right. Sologamy, let's, 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 let's pretend it's really pronounced. Uh, if it's a monogamy, let's sologamy or sologamy. Okay. Marrying one's own self. You got no love for anyone else. You only love yourself, just like the Bible says, lovers of their own selves, lovers of pleasures. So, um, yeah. Literally, uh, you're stealing my thunder? I'm trying to le- read this. I could, I, you think I can steal your thunder? You just wow, stole my thunder. You. I can't even read this you're, now. Richard, that's the biggest compliment you ever paid to me. You just literally, you so I'm, I'm, in, in, I'm in the act of reading Second Timothy 3. <laughs> And you said, oh, the Bible said, well, now I'm going to reread what you just said. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers. This is unbelievable. Okay, I'm shutting down. What? Um, What? What Alan's saying is correct. When you kick God out and you allow God to be kicked out, there's going to be problems. Ronald Reagan once said, if we're a nation that forgets God, we'll be a nation that's going to go down under. Quick. And I got news for you. There's got to be more Christians in the spirit of Gideon. And Gideon used to go out at night and destroy all the abominations. Rip down Ashtoreth poles, burn them down, rip down the groves. Christians need to be more vigilant in, and that's the problem because the satanic Gestapo of the FBI and the CIA and the DOJ have become a Gestapo. And when we push back now, we go to prison. Yeah, there was just a man preaching outside an abortion clinic and a mob of uh, trans beat him up. 
So we're at war with trans. Who do you think all these IRS agents that McCarthy just gave us, uh, 87,000 M4 rifled, full body armor agents, what do you think that the AI is going to be scouting out for employees? You think it's going to be conservative Christians for that job, Alan? Probably not. Probably not. I would say no. not. They're probably going to be rainbow head freaks with bones through their nose coming up on people's houses in armored vehicles with a giant rainbow flag. I mean, this is this is a recipe for a problem. Where you have a Gestapo of freaks. You have a Gestapo of people that hate Christians. How did we get here? This is not normal. We are living in unprecedented times. Now, getting back to what Alan was just touching on, because in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. Gee. For people will be lovers of self. Now, getting back to that article we were reading on Soligamy, this is this new thing that's going on where women are marrying themselves. Check it out. And they are literally using prosthetic penises to consummate their wedding night. And they have honeymoons. Is that normal to any... Alan, does that sound normal? That is, incre- that is an incredibly sad solution to a woman not finding the right man she has uh, great favor with and finds great favor with her. Um, and uh, they're not serving... And it's very sad. It's very sad. You know, it, it always makes me sad when I see... Um, Women never marrying because. Um, oh, they're marrying. Uh, they're is... marrying, but they all hail her as she runs off with the prosthetic penis. That's 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 a it's a cartoonish caricature of marriage and a sick. It's it's sad. It's just sad. Yeah, they're pulling away in a car with cans and strings hanging on in the back, but instead of two people, there's one, and then next to them is the prosthetic penis. You know, uh, I forget what movie it was, but um, in um, this the, in this movie, uh, this person thought he was an invisible man. He thought he was invisible, but actually he was perfectly visible. But everyone was kind of humoring him like he was invisible. And he was walking around, playing with people's cups, uh, pushing them, stuff like that. And that's kind of like what we're doing with these people pretending that they're really, you know, women – these these men that are, uh, you know, dressing up as women were pretending with them that they are really women. And uh, now we're supposed to pretend that these women actually, you know, they're they're pretending they're really getting married and they're not. It's just really sad. All right. the pretend going on. Yeah. So, guys, and whole, that that's and a lover. The, the, one more thing that the rate of uh, putting people in mental institutions is way down since the 1960s. And uh, the number of people engaging in woke Democrat uh, activism is way up. I think that's not a coincidence. We should be institutionalizing a lot of people, and we're not. Amen. Or casting devils out of them. Exactly. And getting back to lovers of self, I think that's a prophetic fulfillment of what Paul said. There is That's the epitome of it. That is the epitome of 
Paul stating they will become lovers of self. Because guess what? The polygamy people, these people doing this, and it's a global thing, by the way. It's global. Um, they literally say we are the lovers of self community. And I'm saying that's when it I hit me. I said, gee, I wonder where I saw that before. So I'm saying, are we in the epitome of that sign? It's right there where they are marrying themselves. They say we're in the lovers of self community. They are having weddings and they literally are having a honeymoon with the prostatic penis. And I'm saying, this is weird. And check it out. Lovers of money right next to it. I got news for you. What we're seeing going on with entitlement nation, and I know my mother knows some people. I don't. I, there's too much to go touch on with this tonight today. These early early shows will be called Coffee with Keltron and Allen. The later shows will be the regular Watch from Radio. But I want to go into this lovers of money because. <laughs> I discovered some stuff that you might not know about this. And I want to get into this entitlement thing because uh, I learned some stuff that's going to shock you on what the greed and the overpopulace of this entitlement nation, this community, and they're a community that I found out uh, that I'm going to get into with you. They love money so much that... They've been turned over to it, where they just get and get and get what they don't even need. Proud next to that. What are we in this month, uh, Alan? What's this month called? I think this is the Gay Pride Month or something. Pride. Proud. They're proud. They're flapping their peacock feathers open arrogant it says abusive disobedient to parents ungrateful unholy heartless unpeaceable slanderous without self-affection brutal people are becoming brutal They'll push you off a subway uh, right right, right off the platform. People will just punch people for no reason. It's, it's violence. Revelation 6 speaks about peace being taken. The Holy Spirit is peace. That's the spirit of shalom. Shalom, peace, the peace of God. That's a restraining power. And when that's being withdrawn, guess what? There's problems. Oh, yeah. People's convictions not like it was before. The evil is flowing to a level we've never seen before. Brutal. Not loving good. Oh, gee, let me think about that for a minute. Like criminals are held? 
and the police, Good Samaritans are evil. Okay, so the Good Samaritans and the police are uh, not loved. They were doing good. But guess who is being loved? The, the criminals, the crime, the thievery, the drug pushers, everything that's going on on the southern border with drugs and fentanyl and addiction. Look what's being done by the satanic libtards to cities and states being decimated and dissolved by crap. Drugs, people dying everywhere. This is all the epitome of Satan's plan for your life. Brutal, says the Apostle Paul. Treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure. They love that pleasure. Give me some pleasure. Ah, I'm a fornicator. I want to fornicate. I want to. I want to do drunk. I want to play. I want to be drunk. I want to live like this. Ah, it's great. Ah, until you die, and then you descend into the pit. Oh, gee, not working out so good anymore. Things have changed. Oh boy, should not have lived like that. Shouldn't have been a lover of pleasure turned out to be a problem rather than a lover of God. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Gee, what's that telling me right there? Ah, get rid of that pleasure and be a lover of God. That's what I should be. How do I become a lover of God? Know that he is the only one that's going to sustain you in the second world that's coming. Oh, yeah. There is a rejuvenating time coming where you're either going to get a blessed body by him or a cursed. Because Jesus said, not me, fear him that after he's killed you, has the power to cast you into hell. He was talking about his father. Should you fear God? Well, he's our father. And if he's mad, you might have some problems. We don't want to be on the bad side of God. We just don't. Because God can get angry. God can do stuff that can create a lot of problems for people. Because he's God. And I know he loves us. He wants people to repent. Don't be tripped up by the stumblings of the enemy to take you into this pathway to the pit. Rather, become a lover of our Father. Just say, Father God, I love you. I need you. I need you every minute of my life. You're all that matters to me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for my new home. I'm just a sojourner here. What does that mean to be a sojourner? This is not your place, man. So why is pleasure so important to you to a place you're just passing through? Think about it. Get our priorities straight. 
People having an appearance of godliness but denying the power. A lot of folks out deny the power of God. This, a lot of these Hebrewites we were talking about, they have this appearance of godliness, but the power is not there. It's not there. They're ju- it's just not there. You see the meetings me and Alan done over the years? Demons flying out, people, buckets, there would be demons flowing out of their body. We'd have multiple floors, put the demon on the elevator, sending downstairs. We have a team down there praying for people down in the, in, the, uh, in the lower level, praying for people. Demons coming out, the expelling of mass demons, healing. The teachings of the Elijah Challenge are real, the kingly anointing. All these things need to be taught to raise up better ministers of the gospel. But I'll tell you here right now, denying the power... But Paul sums it up here. Avoid such people. He's talking about all these people we mentioned. We need to avoid, get away from it. Because like we touched on, we opened a show with, we're in the home run. I've been preaching on this radio 24 years. And I've never, I, I prophetically can feel it. The Lord has given me the spirit of knowing in the sense where I can prophetically understand. And I've been accurate only by the grace of God. If God gives me a dream, hey, take some credence in it because I predicted the World Trade Center literally was visited by the FBI. There is a case file on me. Oh, yeah, ask my pastor. Why? Because they investigated me because of my dream that I posted years ago on profit.org who he deleted it turned me over to the FBI by the way he was affiliated with Copeland Ministries and my dream was accurate God gave me an accurate dream of the trade center falling and how it would fall I had a dream Trump would win in in early 2015 two dreams people mocked me i literally was mocked out of a prayer meeting they were laughing when i That's told terrible. them terrible yeah you were actually there that that's when i first laughing. met you by the way in that house when you and tom came to that that prayer meeting that house um people affiliated with that prayer group by the way um, who later I was kicked out of that prayer uh, thing, removed. More street cred. Yeah, but they they busted out laughing. You know how you giggle? Well, uh-huh. how about being bust out laughter? Have you ever heard that? Wow. It's like, <laughs> like that. That's what I had to endure. It wasn't giggle. It was bust Christians. out. She so had a bunch of Karen Christians breaking out in cackles over a perfectly true prophecy that came to pass. Yeah, it was a guy, though. Yeah, but um, they just thought it was the funniest thing. Like, they were tapping on other people's show. Did you hear what he said? I mean, it just was unbelievable to people. This is when Trump first came down the the elevator, or just before, I'm sorry. It might have been just before. (laughs) If you go back to the old watching radio shows, you'll hear, hear me talking about it. 
but mm-hmm. I predicted he would win. Nobody could. It's actually on my Facebook wall. I have pictures of me saying it and people mocking me on there. Was I accurate? I think so. I was accurate. Yes. Alan will tell you, did I predict the 2020 election? Yes. Yes. You had a dream that uh, Joe Biden and his wife were uh, digging up bodies and freshly dead bodies and taking pictures of them. And the interpretation of that was uh, vote fraud. You also had some other dream where uh, that would read out and then it would be stolen. Right. What'd you say? That Trump would read out and then it would be stolen by the morning. Yeah. Okay. Was I accurate with that? Yes, you were. At the, Joe Biden suddenly pulled into the lead at 3 a.m. in the middle of the this night. This is what I'm saying about dreams. Had, uh, you got to take your dreams seriously. Start recording your dreams. Go on the Play Store, get My Diary app. It's free. It's so easy to record your dreams in there. Start showing the Lord you're serious. The Lord likes when you show him you're serious. Start. Go to My Diary app. You get a little dream, put it in there. Despise not small beginnings, like Alan touched on earlier. It might have been a blurb, a little 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 dream. Say, okay, Lord, I'm going to start doing what Minister Richie, Minister Allen said. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to record it because Habakkuk 2 says, write the vision, make it plain to see. Oh, gee, how could I do that? Just free app, my diary app. That's what it's called. Start to record a log and see what God will do. Okay. I have pictures of my log somewhere floating around here where you can saw you see the World Trade Center dream on my nineteen ninety four Pentium processor little tower I had. And that dream was accurate. Now, if God gives me a dream and I feel it's got the God stamp on it, I just get the an unction of it, um, I believe it's real. That's how God taught me. And I give it to people. I post it. And guess what? A lot of times they're very accurate. And it's not me. It's the Lord. The Lord has, by his grace, seen fit to give me some prophetic utterance through dreams. So what I'm saying to you is there's an importance in dreams. You must start to log them in that my diary app. I got Maria doing it two days, and all of a sudden she's getting more dreams. I said, you're showing the Lord you're taking it more seriously again the way you used to. So she's coming back to Bethel. We're going to do a message on back to Bethel. That's in the book of Genesis when Jacob was called back. He began to put things under the oak tree, get it uh, under the cross. But to get rid of them, yeah. A lot of things we got to get rid of. Um, avoiding such people, why? There's a transference. If you're around someone that's constantly doubting, and spurting out doubt darts at you. You know what a, a doubt dart? It's like, well, maybe you know, uh, you know, they're just constantly sending out this false signal of like a gray zone. 
Or maybe they didn't mean me, me, me. Maybe men don't mean me, me. You should just get the hell away from those people. Because God don't want you sick. God is not double-minded. He's like, well, you know, what should I be today? The God that heals or the God that's making everyone sick? What should we do? God's not double-minded. He's Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals you. Get this whole Job that God wants you sick, thorn in the flesh, Christianity's got to go. That's one of the things stopping miracle power, by the way. Me and Alan are going to be touching on that in an up-and-coming broadcast. Brother Alan, I know I did a lot of rambling because I had so much coffee. Would you like to home in and bring up a summarization of what we talked about here? Yes. uh, First of all, be careful of what you put in the temple of God that is within you. Make sure you're eating the best versions of whatever Is that a it shot is. at me because I just said I had a lot of coffee? What'd you say? Is that a shot at me because I just said I had a lot of coffee? No, no, it's just, it's just, you know, I repent. make sure you get your vitamin, make sure you get your vitamin D, which is essential for your immune system by actually walking in fresh air and getting sunlight. That's the, ve- right. that way you're walking. Or, or vitamin versions. D, vitamin D, if you take it with K2 M7 is good because vitamin, if you're going to take 5,000 IU of vitamin D3, it can create calcium deposits on your joints. So vitamin K2, 100 uh, uh, milligram of vitamin K2 with with the vitamin D3. Go ahead. Sorry. No worries. And, um, you know, you should just get your vitamin D from sunlight. That's the best way with uh, walking, which is an excellent form of exercise. And you get fresh air that way, which is excellent for your immune system again and many other things. And there's, it's well worth your time to invest an hour on the Internet reading about good things to eat and good ways to take care of that body. Because that, that body is the horse that carries you through this life. If your horse is sick, you can't do good works. You, can't, you don't have energy to read the Bible. You don't have a you – know, you don't have a – strength to do good work. So make sure you keep your body in order and uh, cuz the world is out to kill you by poisoning you, your body poisoning your mind. Um number 1, number 2, uh make sure you stay ready, real and right with God by just confess your sins to God, resist sin, uh, listen to your Bible, worship God, bind devils and um uh, yeah, and 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 don't despise small beginnings. In either recording your dreams or even in terms of your life of worship or uh, in in uh, obeying God, because, uh, you know, if somebody wanted to be Mr. Universe and they said, I'm going to do 20 pushups and then come back to the and, and look at themselves in the mirror after 20 pushups, expecting to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you think they were nuts. But, you know, Christians, you know, b- spend barely any time uh, listening to their Bibles, uh, acting on the word. And then they're wondering why they're still weak as in their Christian life after 10 years of being a Christian. Well, why don't we do it, you know, 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, 50 minutes a day and working our way up. And you'll find you'll you'll have grown a whole big amount in uh, four to six months of just, you know, applying yourself to doing the word. So don't Amen. give up. 
stay at it. Luke 18, one says, uh, men ought to pray and not quit. Don't quit when you're praying. If you don't get something that God wants you to have, don't quit after 60 days. Just keep, keep praising and thanking him for it. And it'll come to pass. Amen. Good word. Good word, Alan. Thank you. One thing about Alan is he, uh, gets into a regimen and, uh, that's persistency. God loves that. Um, I will tell you, um, sorry, I rambled and sorry, I went too late, Alan. I know you got to get going. Um, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, that, and, uh, yeah, you know, persistence, it took, um, it was, uh, yeah, it took a, a year and nine days of praising and thanking God for sending me a wife. When that prophetic word came from minister Richie, who we had on the show earlier of the exact ethnicity, uh, of my wife. So, uh, it took a year and nine days and I still haven't met her yet, but I'm going to still keep on praising and thanking him for that, praising and thanking God for that. And it'll it'll come to pass. Amen. Well, don't be discouraged because he predicted I would marry and exactly what Maria looks like. And that took seven years. <laughs> but he was accurate. I don't even think he remembers it. I thought it was three and I was like, yeah, I could... I could shorten that to yeah, a year and a half. Well, that was me. It's seven years? Because ah, I, no, I no, kind of no. didn't believe him. But, yeah, sorry. That's All right, okay, so. You know what? Um, it's, the fact that he did that for you and it took seven years, that strengthens me to, A, believe that word, and, B, to, um, because it came to pass, to praise him, thank him for it, and to have a testimony right next to yours that this man of God, Minister Richie, is accurate, and it doesn't matter how long it takes. Just keep praising and thanking God for it, and whether it takes seven years or, or four years or three years or two or one, it'll, it'll happen because it came from yeah. God. Just like any Bible promise or any, pro any prophetic word from an accurate minister, it will happen. Amen. That's right. And brother, Alan, brother, Amen. brother Allen was told that he would marry a Brazilian woman, so um, know that. So pray, keep him in prayer, and he was given that word by a man that is accurate. So we got to take heed to it. People with track records, um, that's the most important thing. Uh, keep an eye on someone's track record prophetically. So with that being said, we are going to cut loose. We will be back during the week. Uh, this is a Coffee with Keltron and Allen segment uh, when we do these early ones. Uh, join our Twitter. I will be posting it in the uh, comments uh, description. We have a new Twitter, which we will be streaming live by next week, I believe. I should have that up and running. And we'll be um, archiving over there, it seems. So keep that in mind. Uh, get on our Twitter follower. So with that being said, the Lord loves you. We love you. Brother Allen loves you, and um, we are going to uh, sign off. Watch your radio. East. And um, the devil's a liar, people. Remember Amen. that. All right, God bless you all. We'll see you soon. God Watch your you radio all. saying farewell. Good day. <laughs>